Milwaukee Mennonite Church. Uh, today is our annual uh, uh, Covenant Celebration Sunday, which is the day in which we sort of celebrate uh, our, our years that we've been together as a church, uh, sort of the founding of our church. So uh, this specific body here in Milwaukee. Uh, to begin, does anyone have any announcements that they'd like to share? This is maybe something people are aware of, but in two weeks is our outdoor service um, at Harrington Beach State Park, um, and we'll be celebrating Reese and Noel's baptism uh, at Harrington Beach um, that weekend too, so that'll be uh, a great event. Just look for information on that, but plan uh, for Labor Day weekend Sunday here in Harrington Beach. Are there any other announcements? One announcement that I have, which I don't know is if it's going to be an issue or not, but um, I have made, due to math error, less copies of Connie's Covenant song than I have of the actual order of worship. So if we run out and somebody doesn't have one, please share with someone in your vicinity. Oh, we have extra copies, apparently. So it looks like it's not going to be an issue. All right. Um, any other announcements? All right. We are here this afternoon to praise and celebrate. God has drawn us together to care for each other, to sing together, to comfort each other, laugh with each other, and to be church together. Today is Milwaukee Mennonite Church's annual Covenant Celebration Sunday. Today, we celebrate our 17th anniversary of being church together. We celebrate our baptisms by remembering God's love for us and our commitment to follow Jesus. We also celebrate our commitment to Milwaukee Mennonite Church. Often we have marked this covenant celebration around Pentecost, uh, the time when the early church was visited by the Holy Spirit moving among them. The last two years, we have chosen to celebrate this Sunday as we prepare, this Sunday in particular, as we prepare for the church year ahead. But we still acknowledge the gift of the Holy Spirit at work among us. As we begin our worship, please join us in prayer. And each time that Chris or I hold up our hands, please join us in saying, Come Holy Spirit. This prayer is adapted from Voices Together, number 877. Let us pray. Come Holy Spirit. Come and be with us in this hour of celebration. Come, Holy Spirit. Come and be with us as we praise our Maker. Come, Holy Spirit. 
come and be with us as we follow our teacher, Jesus Christ. Come, Holy Spirit. Enter our voices. Enter our hearts. Into the depths of our longing. Unmask our pretending. Come, Holy Spirit. Enter our trusting. Enter our fearing. Enter our letting go. Enter our holding back. Come, Holy Spirit. Embrace and free us. That we may be filled with your love and grace. That we may worship with abandon. On this Covenant Sunday, we recognize that we are a covenant people, bound together with the love of God and the peace of Christ. We are made to worship our Creator. We are filled with the Holy Spirit. And so we hope to be disrupted and moved by the Holy Spirit as we remember God's faithfulness uh, and follow Christ. Later in the service, there will be a time of open sharing. What have the past years of being a part of this congregation meant to you? What draws you here? What words of encouragement or challenge do you have for us? Please think on these things as we continue to worship. And as Chris said, later in the service, uh, there will be a time of sharing um, if there are responses to any of those questions that you wish to give. And now we're going to uh, sing a couple of songs together. Let's turn to hymn the worship book number 31. And feel free to stand for this song, number 31. Come we that love the Lord and let our joys be known. Join in a song with sweet accord, join in a song with sweet accord. And thus around the throne, and thus around the throne, we're marching to Zion, beautiful, beautiful Zion. We're marching upward to Zion, the beautiful city of God. The hill of Zion yields a thousand sacred sweet before we reach the heavenly fields before we reach the heavenly field or walk the golden streets or walk the golden streets we're marching to zion beautiful beautiful zion we're marching upward to zion 
beautiful city of God. Then let our songs abound and every tear be dry. We're marching through Emmanuel's crown. We're marching through Emmanuel's crown to Turn to number 62. God is here among us.
We root our celebrations in thanksgiving for God's work in history here at Milwaukee Mennonite. The scriptures in the lectionary for today all revolve around the idea that the church is called to be a multi-ethnic, multi-racial, multi-linguistic body. Christ has torn down the dividing wall that separates one people from another, and therefore those called to be Christ's disciples will be drawn inexorably by the Holy Spirit to join in communion with those who are different from themselves. God's church produces friendships between people that share no natural affinity and even produces friendships between those who were once enemies. Isaiah, in the scripture for today, which those of you who participated in the Bible study might remember, we read this passage, Isaiah prophesies that God will gather all peoples together at the mountain of God, such that it will become a house of prayer for all nations. Not just Israelites and Judeans, but all people shall worship God on that holy mountain. Paul, in our passage from Romans today, proclaims to the church in Rome that it is a wondrous thing that God has grafted the Gentiles into the people of God. But Paul is careful to remind his readers that even his Jewish compatriots who do not believe that Jesus is the Messiah will still be saved, for God does not go back on God's promises. And God's salvation extends to all people and all of creation. You heard that correctly. All shall be saved without exception. From the book of Isaiah, chapter 56, verse 1 and verse 6 through 8. This is what the Lord says. Maintain justice and do what is right. For my salvation is close at hand, and my righteousness will soon be revealed. And Gentiles who bind themselves to the Lord to minister to God, to love the name of the Lord, and to be God's servants, all who keep the Sabbath without desecrating it and who hold fast to my covenant. These I will bring to my holy mountain and give them joy in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. The sovereign Lord declares, the one who gathers the exiles of Israel I will gather still others to them besides those already gathered. Romans 11, 1 through 2, 11 through 12, and 29 through 32. I ask then, did God reject his people? By no means. I am an Israelite myself, a descendant of Abraham from the tribe of Benjamin. God did not reject his people, whom he foreknew. Again, I ask, did they stumble so as to fall beyond recovery? Not at all. Rather, because of their transgression, salvation has come to the Gentiles to make Israel envious. But if their transgressions means riches for the world and their loss means riches for the, for the Gentiles, 
how much greater riches will their full inclusion bring? For God's gifts and his call are irrevocable. Just as you are just as you who were at one time disobedient to God have now received mercy as a result of their disobedience, so they too have now become disobedient in order that they may too receive mercy as a result of God's mercy to you. For God has bound everyone over to disobedience so that they may have mercy on them all. Come here today, we remember the promise we made to our Creator. We come here today, we remember the gifts that you gave, so freely given. This is a day to renew the covenants that we made to each other. This is a day we promise to remain family together. We remember the redemption you paid, always remember. We come here today, we remember. <laughs> um, where are you at? <laughs> Let's go back to the. You, you want to go back to the DS? This is a day to renew the covenant that we made to each other. This is a day we promise to remain family together. Walking ever side by side, we care for each other. Living in God's grace, we forgive sister and brother. We remember the price Jesus paid. Thankful for the gifts that God gave. Promise for to remain and love each other. From the top. We come here today, we remember the promise we made to our Creator. We come here today, we remember the gifts that you gave, so freely given. This is a day to renew the covenant that we made to each other. This is a day we promise to remain family together.
come here today, we remember the redemption you paid. Always remember, we come here today, we remember the, the promise we made to our Creator. This is a day to renew the covenant that we made to each other. This is a day we promise to remain family together. Walking ever side by side, we care for each other. Living in God's grace, we forgive sister and brother. Remember the price Jesus paid. Thankful for the gifts that God gave. Promise to remain and love each other. Thank you. Today, we affirm our commitment to this church family. To do that, please join with me in reading Milwaukee Mennonites' vision statement. You will find that printed on the back of your bulletins. Let's read together. We are drawn together to follow Jesus Christ, to worship God, to serve the needs of our neighbors, and to pursue reconciliation with all. We welcome others to join us and help us as we seek to nurture a community filled with grace, joy, and peace, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, God's healing and hope flow through us to the world. Much of the work that our church family does is informal. It's pitching in to help us, to help set up or clean up a snack, or reaching out to someone you know could use a text, or running the audio booth during worship, or teaching CE, or the thousands of other ways that we show God's love to each other. And for that, we are so thankful. We also recognize that there are more formal ways that we serve each other and this church family. A big way that we do that is through our various teams that help us to be Christ's heart and hands in our world. And so we want to take a moment to recognize each team. But before we recognize those who have agreed to serve on teams for next year, we want to recognize those who have served in the past year. Leadership team and gifts discernment team met back in spring to discuss restructuring MMC's teams. As a result of those, two meeting, of those meetings, two teams have been disbanded, and their essential duties have shifted either to other teams or to a single coordinator. Those teams are mission and service team and the church life team. Additionally, two other teams have disbanded in the past year because they were ad hoc and their work is complete, at least for now. Those two teams our Team What and, t and the Church at Home team. We want to thank those members who, of those teams who have served so, served so well and, and done so much in these past years. 
and explain how the roles of those teams have shifted. When your name is called, please stand. Team what was Ginny Rothy, Liz Regeer, and Matthew Kaiser. Their work to, dis to discern the direction of MMC this year and for the years to come was very, it was extremely valuable. The information they gathered through the one-on-ones they conducted with members of the congregation helped both the Church at Home team and the leadership team make key decisions this past year. That in, and that information helped Church at Home team move to a masks optional policy for our meetings and it helped leadership team begin our current congregational process to discuss the location change. Thank you very much. Church at Home team this past year was Lisa Gingrich, Sarah McDonald, Mark Loudon, Chris Gooding, and Rachel H. Scott. Your task has been difficult, but your work speaks to our values and our commitment to serving others. Working to keep those most vulnerable among us, both in our church family and in the many communities we inhabit, safe during this pandemic has not been easy. Thank you for balancing safety with our basic human needs for connection and community. We rejoice in the fact that we are able to meet in person and eat together again, just as we did before the pandemic. But thank you for all that you have done to bring us to this moment. Church Life Team was Adam Brendel, Lauren Clark, and the youth rep representative, Johnny Scott. Few teams have been impacted as much in the past several years as Church Life. We are a community that loves to sing together, to play together, and to eat together. And many of those activities have been tricky during the pandemic. For virtual game night, from vir virtual game nights to monthly walks, we are so thankful for the creative ways that you have helped bring us together. Thank you for your work. Looking forward, the duties of Church Life Team are now ad hoc and with all of us. Many in the congregation have already taken it upon themselves this past year to bring snacks, host game nights, or engage in other activities. Through you, th I'm sorry, though you are not formally on church life, we thank you for all the work you do to bring us together. Mission and service team was Chris Gooding and Liz Regeer. You helped us engage with serving meals at Cathedral Center, helped us stay engaged with our sister church, Cross Lutheran, invited us to MICA actions, helped us consider the ways we can be good stewards of our resources, and much more. For the many ways that you help us engage with our city and with the world around us, thank you. Liz will continue to be a coordinator with Cathedral Center, and Chris will continue to be our MICA representative. Additionally, Steve Hartman-Kaiser will serve as our coordinator uh, with Camp Friedenswald. Lisa Gingrich will continue to be our coordinator with Everance and our child safety coordinator. And myself and Rachel Stolpe, who serves on the CDC board, will continue to relate to uh, Central District Conference. Thank you for all the ways in which all of you continue to connect us with the broader work of the church.
We transition now to our teams for 2023 to 2024. We'll start with the administrative team, Rebecca Kaiser and Steve Johnson Evers. Cycling off of admin team is Greg Wendling. This team makes sure the checks are cut and the bills are paid. It does, <laughs> doesn't get more nuts and bolts than that. And it's very important for the, it's very important work that this team performs for our church. Yet we admit that we frequently um, don't see this work because it goes on behind the scenes and without notice. So we want to publicly acknowledge you, Steve and, and Rebecca, um, for all the work you do to keep the, the nuts and bolts intact. <laughs> Christian Education Youth Team, Aaron Rothy, Steve Hartman Kaiser, and Mandy Bailey. Chris Gooding is rotating off of CE team in order to join leadership team. Finding ways to continue to educate and connect has not been easy the past couple of years. Whether it's with our youth or our children or us adults, CE time and youth planning has had to adjust and adapt. And yet this past year, you managed to lead our youth through the Book of Mark, help our youth lead church services, lead our adults through Sarah Augustine's The Land is Not Empty, and resume Sunday school classes for young children. We look forward to seeing where this work and other subjects will take us next. Thank you. Pastoral care team, Aaron Casadente, Connie Johnson Evers, and Matthew Kaiser. In a church family without a pastor, pastoral care team serves of such a vital role. We thank you for your presence among us, your willingness to walk with us, and your, and your consideration of our whole well-being, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. We thank you for considering our well-being as a community, too. For we are always in need of someone to walk with us, someone to listen to us, and someone to pray with us and for us. Thank you. Worship team, Rachel H. Scott, Rachel Stolpe, and Mark Loudon. Throughout the past couple of years during the pandemic, we have managed to worship together each and every Sunday, whether in person or virtual. This has been our lifeline in the depths of the pandemic. This has been our time of connection and rejuvenation, however limited or different it might have looked. We are so thankful and grateful for your thoughtful work and guidance. Thank you for the nuts and bolts, pragmatic work of worship coordination and the thoughtful big picture work of considering worship series and the ways that we spend this time together each week. Thank you. As we reflect on these teams and their work, we also want to thank this year's Gifts Discernment team, Chris Gooding, Rachel Stolpe, and Lori Hartman-Kaiser. Thank you for your work this summer in considering who might fit each team and doing the important work of asking. As we consider how we might serve in different ways, there is a great power in asking and the acknowledgement that now may not be the right time or that now is not the time to step into a new role are both gifts to us as a church family. So thank you for, the, for doing the asking. 
Thank you also to those who said yes, and thank you to those who said no. We as a congregation recognize that we each are on our own journey along with our collective journey. And there are times in life when we feel like we have much to give and times when we feel like we have little. Wherever we are on our journey, we are named and loved by our Creator. And we hope you feel welcomed into this church family. Thank you for being here. For those of you serving on a team, thank you for saying yes. Thank you for the energy and ideas you bring. Thank you for the follow through and the many ways your work enhances and betters our faith community. We look forward to seeing where this new leg of our journey together takes us this fall and in the years ahead. This is when we'll start the blessing. So if you'll turn to uh, 968. Please join us in prayer of blessing for these teams in Voices Together, 968. May God who calls you to ministry grant you grace, joy, and endurance. Amen. May Christ guide and empower you for service and leadership. May the Holy Spirit fill you with the gifts you need. Amen. May the one whose love unites us as the body of Christ strengthen us to live and proclaim the gospel together. Amen. Thank you to all of you who have shared here, as well as to all those who will continue to ponder what we have heard during this time together. I know I will keep on pondering what I have heard just now in this sharing. I keep thinking about this circle of giving and receiving and how we may show up to give and find ourselves receiving. Um, and I appreciate, Steve, your referring us back to that word, help in, in the, the church vision statement. It strikes me that it's really about all of us helping each other, that it's really this circle of sharing. So on that note, please join me in prayer. God of extravagant mercy, with hands outstretched, you have poured out wonder and pleasure and delight, goodness, and beauty and bounty upon us. God, we thank you for this small yet resilient church family that is Milwaukee Mennonite Church. We thank you for each person gathered here today, as well as each person who is a part of our community who is not physically present here today but is still part of this family. Thank you for the gifts and the contributions that each of us makes, for the ways that as we are church together, as we 
serve together and worship together, talk together, sing together, eat together, even engage in conflicts and hard discussions together. We are growing more and more into the people that you have created and called us to be. God, thank you for the ways that this church family can hold each other up in prayer and support. God, go with each one of us into this week, whatever it's holding. May we continue to be your people and your light in this world. We lift up these prayers in your most precious and powerful name, amen. As a community of God's people, we receive with joy God's gracious love. God has drawn us together to be a witness to this love and to share it with others. Who is invited in this litany of commitment? Anyone here, youth, adult, or child, who is drawn to active participation in the life of Milwaukee Mennonite Church based on their lived experience in the congregation and as described in the vision statement. You can find the litany of commitment on the back of your bulletin. Hopefully is there. Is it not actually there? It did not get copied onto it. I apologize that for that. Um, I'm not I sure think, if they're... I think we can just... Do the hand up? Okay. Yes. The people's part in this is by grace we do, and we'll cue you just as we did earlier by raising a hand, I think, probably. So. It's really by God's grace we oh, do. Oh, sorry. We, let's let's attribute I... God. <laughs> let's do that. What did I say? By grace we do. By grace, okay. By God's grace we do. Okay. <laughs> Do you commit to following Jesus Christ by loving God, loving each other, loving our neighbors as ourselves, and loving our enemies, and by being attentive to the Holy Spirit? Please respond, by God's grace we do. Do you commit to worshiping God by regularly gathering for worship, service, and meetings for discernment of congregational life? and by praying and studying the Bible. Please respond. By God's grace, we do. Do you commit to serving the needs of our neighbors by offering our time, talents, and resources to support God's work in our neighborhoods, Milwaukee, and around the world? Please respond. By God's grace, we do. Do you commit to pursuing reconciliation with all by encouraging and forgiving one another. Do you commit to seeking to be peacemakers in our homes, neighborhoods, Milwaukee, and around the world? Do you commit to welcoming others by sharing and showing God's love and by practicing hospitality? By God's grace, we do. 
do you commit to nurturing a community of grace, joy, and peace by giving and receiving counsel and by seeking to live simple lives in humility and thankfulness? You have committed yourself to God's work and the people at Milwaukee Mennonite Church. May God's love guide us as we live out these commitments to God and to each other this year. Amen. We're going to move now to the litany of remembering our baptisms. Is this one on the back of the bulletin? I don't think it is either, no. We'll, we'll cue you again. As a part of our Covenant Sunday each year, we remember the covenant that we made with God during the ritual of baptism. But please know that we, if you are still on the journey to baptism or you are unsure, you are also welcome here. In any case, for now, listen to the voices around you and know that you are a beloved child of God. So this one follows a, a pretty similar response, by God's grace, and sometimes it's by God's grace, we are, or it is, or if that feels too complicated, you can just say, by God's grace, yes. <laughs> At Milwaukee Mennonite, baptism is a joyful recognition of God's love for us and of our turning to God. Are you continuing to turn towards God in recognition of this love? By God's grace, we are. Baptism is a commitment to follow Jesus above all else that calls for our allegiance. Is your allegiance given to Christ alone? By God's grace, yes. We hold baptism to be a celebration of God's love and the challenge of Jesus's way of peace and reconciliation. Are you living a life committed to this way? That's grace. Yeah. We are baptized into the body of Christ, that is into the church worldwide and into the local church community where we offer our gifts to serve others in humility and accountability. Do you remember this baptism and your connection to the body of Christ? By God's grace, yes. Sisters and brothers, siblings in Christ, remember with joy that you belong to God and you are loved. And for this God, we thank and praise you. Please join me in saying amen. We're going to sing now, Wade in the Water. Number 454, if you need it. And there are um, th three verses that go with this. Trouble the water. 
the lighter looks like the Israelite. God's gonna trouble the We turn now to prepare for taking of communion together. As we prepare for communion, we recognize that some of us are gathered virtually and many of us are here in person. We invite those gathered virtually to get some wine and bread or whatever you'd like to use for communion uh, and to join us as we partake uh, here at uh, Milwaukee Mennonite. At Milwaukee Mennonite, all who have made a decision to follow Jesus are welcome to the table for the Lord's Supper. Let us remember that this is God's table and God's welcome is wide. Just as Jesus came to free captives and heal the sick and minister to the outcasts and the vulnerable, so this communion table is for all of us who are sinful and broken all of us who are hungry for grace and for community, who are longing to be part of God's liberating work in the world. You do not need to prove you are worthy. Simply come and receive. We will ask you to come forward in small groups of probably about five people, maybe six. We will gather here at the front and we will share uh, the bread and cup together. Um, we will have small pieces of bread, and you can see we have uh, individual cups with the grape juice. Uh, and I wasn't really thinking ahead to have a place to set to the empty cups. Um, so I'm just gonna ask you, uh, take the cups with you and throw them away afterwards. <laughs> um, and just um, please, as, uh, you may want to gather in your circle a little bit more on that side and then one by one come and take a cup. It'll all work out as it has been this service.
Um, the bread, I believe, is, I'm certain, is gluten-free, dairy-free, egg-free, free of all kinds of allergens, so everyone is welcome. Um, oh, yes, thank you, David. <laughs> and uh, we, use, we use grape juice rather than wine. Oh, yes, thank you. And for anyone who would like to receive a blessing, Peter will be up here at the front, and you are welcome to come forward for a blessing. On the night before he was executed as a criminal insurgent, Jesus hosted a Passover meal for the very disciples who would betray and deny and desert him. Jesus took bread, blessed it, and broke it, saying, Take, eat, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. At the end of the meal, he took the cup of wine, gave thanks, and then shared it with his disciples, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Please join me in prayer. Gracious God, pour out your Holy Spirit on us who are gathered here, and on these gifts of bread and wine. May they become for us a channel to receive your grace, so that we, in turn, may become channels of your grace and peace in this world. Amen. Please come and share. Sending song. Yes, That's right. Okay. Uh, our sending song is in Voices Together 835. Go now in peace. We'll sing this through three times the first time in unison, and the second time we'll uh, split into two groups roughly here, but and start here for the first one, the second group over there. But if you want to sing a different part, I don't care. It'll all work out, right? <laughs> <laughs>
We have done a lot together to get today. We've remembered our commitment to each other and to this church congregation. We've reflected on our baptisms and we've shared communion together. You are an essential part of our family, of the family of God. Thank you for being here today. Now receive these words of benediction and blessing. The benediction is from Voices Together 1066, um, if you would like to follow along. May the Christ who walks on wounded feet walk with you on the road. May the Christ who serves with wounded hands stretch out your hands to serve. May the Christ who loves with a wounded heart open our hearts to love. May you see the face of Christ in everyone you meet. And may everyone you meet see the face of Christ in you. Amen.